do as I do, not as I say. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank, thank you for you coming for to my place me. and agreeing to be on the mic. I know it's a little terrifying, but like I said, I get mm-hmm. nervous before all these, so you're in good company. Okay. Yeah. As long as you can't hear my voice shaking and my hand shaking. Uh... You're not shaking. You're good. Okay. For now. Yeah. Until they like, it's like on camera, they zoom in. You're like. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking about, I did some hand, you've done hand modeling, right? Yes. Like I did a commercial for burgers and you had to like hold the burger up to the camera as if it was your mouth. Oh my God. And like when you start, when your hands start shaking, it's really hard to stop them. Yes, Because you start overthinking it Mm -hmm. and. Okay, we'll get into that, but because I, I want to ask, I don't <laughs> We're do. Already on a tangent. Yeah, <laughs> I do have to give you the in. official first question, which I think you probably know. Yeah, um, I've listened to a few episodes. Yeah. Now, so, but for those listening, what were you up to when you were seven years old? When I was seven years old, so by listening to the other podcast, um, or sorry, the other episodes. Yeah. Um, second grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like first, second grade. So I was going to school, Eucalyptus Elementary School Ooh. in Hesperia. Where's that? It is in the high desert, kind of on the way to Vegas. Oh. Yeah. California or Nevada? Uh, California. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's considered like Inland Empire, yeah. San Bernardino County. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let's see, I was in Mrs. Abraham. Don't remember anything about her. No? Nope. I kind of remember her face, but barely. Uh didn't do much for me, I guess. And, yeah, didn't uh, really leave an impression. <laughs> yeah, sadly. And I was dancing basically a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like what my whole childhood was, dancing. Did you run the gamut of like ballet to hip hop, jazz? Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was in elementary school, like girls took all these random dance classes. Yes. Like, did you do all that stuff? Basically. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From a super young age. Super young age. Um, my mom put me in dance because one of my feet turned in. Oh. So they were actually going to wait till I was like, I think she said seven uh-huh. or eight until they were going to do surgery on it. Really? And my mom was like, uh, no. She's like, we'll fix this. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to put her in ballet and see what happens. And it fixed it. It completely really? is totally normal now. Well, because ballerinas are known to have real fucked up feet. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not a huge fan of my feet. No. Um, won't be on any uh, foot fetish sites anytime soon. I don't know. There might be a small niche for ballerina yeah. feet. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Name. So maybe I will be. Maybe yeah. I already am. I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah it it fixed it, um, you know, because ballet is meant to like do turnout and yeah. stuff like that. So And you're just you're using all those micro muscles in your feet that little kids aren't necessarily you know activating all the time yeah that's smart of your mom to avoid surgery at such a young age oh she's the smartest yeah yeah tell me more about your mom okay <laughs> this is a whole story Please. i always feel like uh how much time do you have here we go we got all the time okay um i'm adopted really yes okay so um my parents were going to send me back to china they owned a restaurant in my hometown mm-hmm and they just were really busy. My dad was the only cook. Yeah. My mom was the only waitress. So that type of vibe. It, yeah. Just ran it. They were doing really well. And um, yeah, they're going to send me back to China because they couldn't take care of me. Yeah. I think my dad wanted me more than my mom, mm-hmm. which is fine. I accept it. You yeah, know, it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. I get it. Um, and so her her friend came in a lot customer mm-hmm. and she told my my blood mom um i can watch her until you guys have the time like yeah. no problem it's fine when you were a tiny gentle asian literally a month old <laughs> yeah yeah wow. yeah and uh she's like okay take her and 
you know, they didn't really have an agreement of how long it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've been with her ever since. Really? Yeah. So do you have a relationship with your birth parents? I do. Yeah. Um, it's not the strongest. Yeah. But as I'm getting older, I'm really trying to work on it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen my dad, well, because of COVID and stuff, I haven't seen him in like, what, two years now? Yeah. Because of everything? Pretty much two years, yeah. Yeah. And um, my mom... Same thing, mm-hmm. but I'm slowly working on both relationships. They're divorced. Yeah. Um, they've been divorced since I was like young and yeah. throughout the years. All right. Sorry about that. We had to do a quick battery change. Then we we're talking battery about uh, how we're getting scammed by the big battery industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were in the middle of talking about rebuilding a relationship with your birth parents. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't have the best when I was younger, when my grandfather, my blood grandfather was still alive. Mm-hmm. He really tried to like get me and my sister to go down there and because they lived in they live in monterey park alhambra yeah so he would try to get us to come over there a lot more and then when he passed i feel like it was just kind of this weird dynamic yeah and no one wants to make the effort kind of thing right yeah and then um so i went like eight years without talking to my dad Mm -hmm. and then like i want to say 15 years not talking to my mom yeah and then slowly now, my dad got really sick. He was in ICU for a few months, and they said his heart was working at like 10%. Whoa. So we all thought he was going to die. Yeah. And I made the choice to like go see him in the hospital because I was like, oh, fuck. And I feel like since that happened, I've really tried to be like, no, call your dad. Like, yeah. reach out to him. I think that. Sometimes those relationships, it's like you both want the same thing, but the other one's too like proud or scared to say anything. Of course. And then it's like too late, you know? Yeah. It's one of those things you realize like when you're a kid, like you're allowed to be hurt and you're like, it's not my responsibility. That's like the parent's responsibility to make the relationship work. No matter what the, no matter if you're living with them or they're your birth parents or your Mm -hmm. adoptive parents as a kid, you're kind of just like, I'm the kid. Like I don't, but then (laughs) I do what I want. Yeah. You grow up and you realize like, like I can't just sit in my like resentments and like entitlement oh, yeah, and no. like you're like, you know, you have to kind of meet at least halfway or you sometimes even totally. go farther than halfway to like establish, you know, I didn't speak to my own mother for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents had a really rocky divorce and just, you know, things happened and eventually I had to reach out and, you know, rebuild that relationship and it's been yep. a great process and I'm That's super great. thankful it's worked out that way because yeah, time is precious. And you know, the last thing you want is to regret something like that Oh yeah, in the the event of, mm -hmm. you know, something catastrophic, like your, your father getting sick and not having had taken the chance to, to make the effort at least, right? you know, cause that's something you cannot get back. Oh yeah. I know. Um, And it's funny too, because it's like, it's weird. Cause at that time when you like stop talking to them or whatever happens, you don't know exactly how they're feeling, how they're Mm-mm. thinking. And then you get older and you can kind of relate more to them as parents, yeah. even though like I don't have any kids, but it's kind of like, oh, wow, I understand this now a little more. Like, doesn't mean that you didn't want to see me. doesn't mean that we didn't want to talk to each other. Yeah. I just think people get wrapped up because they're busy mm-hmm. and, you know, they're hurting and whatever. And the farther you get from something, the harder it is to make that scary step to reach yes. out, to oh, make the first step. Oh my God, step. totally. Like the longer mm-hmm. you put it off, it becomes exponentially harder. Like it's just putting off something as simple as an assignment or something. Yep. Like the more <laughs> self-tape. Time, yeah, self-tape. <laughs> then it becomes this like, then you start to feel guilty about not doing it. And like you get this, the feelings compound and it becomes a real mess. Oh yeah, so and I then it starts, that. 
turning into things that are just not necessary yeah. like you're like overthinking it and then you're like oh i'm lazy and i'm horrible and i'm this and i'm that and it's like you're not yeah, you're not it's, you're it's just, okay it's okay and like the harder you are on yourself the worse it'll get so you got to just like like it happened it's okay like mm-hmm. what can i what can i change right now yeah that's kind of something i realized as i got because i still feel like a kid like i kind of feel Same. like i'm <laughs> I sort of feel perpetually 24. I'm 34 now, but I feel, mm-hmm. I still kind of feel like I just met a college, like I'm figuring it out, kind yeah. of like running around. And then sometimes I still feel like, I'm like, holy shit, I pay my own bills. Like, I'm, <laughs> like the fact that I'm even out of college blows my mind. And that's when you start to relate to your parents because my dad once told me, he's like, Mikey, my parents call me Mikey. Um, my, everyone from my high that's school, my family calls me Mikey and that'll never die as hard as I've tried. Um, but he was like, He's like, I still feel like a kid. He's like, I go to work and I put on my my suit and I raise my kids, but like, I still don't know what I'm doing. Oh, 100%. And, you know, to have that admission from your father, it sort of portrays the superhero dad idea you have as a uh-huh. kid. But you're yep. also having grown up to the age I am now. I realize it too. Like, I feel the same way. So I can kind of relate to him as a peer yeah. and not as like my dad, my authority figure. Right. Because he doesn't have... Yeah. like hero that... And he's not like paying for my life anymore he's not right. like telling me when to go to bed he's just <laughs> like yeah he's my dad and i respect him of course but like he's just a guy i know too like yeah you know, so i can relate to him on that level totally so i get what you're saying about like you grow up and you're like oh like i get it i feel things too like someone's got to make the, the first step here yeah so that's cool that yeah. um what could be a very complicated hurtful situation seems like it, you have peace with it and how it's kind of like lined up yeah, I mean, like you were saying before, it's like you can't really hang on to that mm-hmm. because it's going to hold you back in life in yeah. so many ways. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm not saying this is the situation for everybody. You know, I'm sure there are relationships that end and that's just maybe for the better for people, yeah, sure. um, whether it's friendships, you know, lovers, family. But I do think that either you have to kind of make peace with it, you know, so either that means not talking to that person and you guys have kind of come to that mm-hmm. and it's okay or trying to reach out maybe yeah. and it's like it's my dad you know even yeah. though i'm not as close to him as i am with my mom who is my you know my adoptive mother yeah i mean i try is that, that's all you can do you can try it was like what yeah. i was talking about with aubrey on the last episode it was mm-hmm. like all you can do is try to move towards something yeah you can't control the outcome whether you're going to attain it or achieve it or whatever but if you put in the effort you wanted to put in the result is like, that's the kind of not up to you entirely. Right. So, but you know, you tried. Your dad could say, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you. Exactly. And then whatever, you tried. Like, yeah. you can sleep at night. Exactly. It won't be uh-huh. like, what if? What I never tried. And then he passed away and like, you know, things like that happen. And then you're dealing with another bag of worms in terms of emotional baggage. That, right. Regret. You know, regret is huge. Oh, yeah. So I think this is an interesting tangent, but I like this. I know. Relating to you on this. This is great. Um, it's like, oh, yeah. So I started dance. And then <laughs> yeah, all this my dad, <laughs> but he loved me. I like this theme of like growing up and coming into your own. Because when we, I met you at the same party I met Aubrey at mm-hmm. um, two weekends ago for Halloween. Which was so random. Yeah. You know, it was a very random party. And even Jace Lee was like, oh, yeah, it was just a random, a random assortment of people. Yeah. And a lot of us were from Daniel Hoff Agency, uh-huh. big yep. commercial agency here. And um, which like Marta, who's been on the podcast. So she's an mm-hmm. agent there. Listen to her episode um, also. And I think I replied to same way I talked to Aubrey, but like I replied to one of your stories. And the yeah. first question you asked me was like, what's your personality type? <laughs> and I was like, interesting. I know. <laughs> so 
yeah. No, but I loved it because I went down this whole rabbit hole of so it's the IMTB type. What is it? Um, <laughs> I'm like uh, I don't know. Or like for, yeah, I am no. <laughs> I'm like yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, MBTI type. MBTI type. I and think yeah. <laughs> because I think I have this. Well, it's not a theory, but like a question about as you do the work we do, modeling and acting, like, do you become more yourself or less yourself? Can you go one of two ways? Because it seems like you have really, I don't know, just based on like the work you've put out and the person you are, the person I've met, you seem like very sure of like the aesthetic world you want to create. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thank Um, you. That makes me happy. You have a very like unique but interesting and cohesive style and like a lot of that is it's a question of you know how do you direct your career towards the work that speaks to you and the work that you want to do and then how do you also be flexible and allow yourself to show up for roles that might be outside your comfort zone and so the the question it's kind of a chicken or egg question it's like do you think after working in this industry you've become more like yourself or you found sort of a new personality or does that make sense? It does make sense. I think it's almost like a journey of becoming your true self. Yeah. As maybe cheesy as that sounds. But I I think that this industry has pushed me to find different personalities within myself. Mm. But I think it's all still me. Yeah. Um, I think that I do the work that I do because I like to keep things fresh and not get bored Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know I appreciate and love all the jobs that are given and um I take them all very seriously even if it's like a print job or commercial what's wrong with print no I love print (laughs) but you know how some people will like look down on like oh it's your commercial model oh you're a commercial actor (laughs) you know and it's like I don't think of things like that um I think they're each very unique and They all have their own skill set that you have to... And their to, own pros and cons. Oh, yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I think that the, uh, being in this industry has helped me kind of push myself and find myself in those ways. Um, it definitely is like something you have to train at, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it's just mentally. Like, mm-hmm. say naturally, you're just like, you can go in a room and just charm everyone. Yeah. Not me. Not me Not either. me. <laughs> and I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you have to kind of force yourself to be more outgoing than maybe you actually are naturally. And that's something that I've learned throughout the years. Like you have to go in and at least get their attention. Yeah. Even if they're not like in love with you. And how would you know anyway, if they were or not? Right. They might not be giving you any sort of feedback. They might be eating their lunch on their computer. Literally. They're, they're like looking down. I've had people where you're like, I love, I I really practiced this part. Can you look at me? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, they're just don't freaking care and and then you book it and you're mm-hmm. like wait someone was watching somebody someone, yeah, someone in that maybe, 10 people crowd mm-hmm. was had their eye on you or something yeah or yeah. maybe they're just like a parent where their eyes don't have to be on you yeah but they, or they know everything know. that's going they're on they're booking you off your first tape and they're like we'll bring her in for the callback but oh, like, that's we true know. You they just want to make sure that yeah. you're good to go in the room yeah. yeah but you talked about being not a walk in the room and like own it kind of person. Oh no. And I am not at all. And because you're an INFT. ISFP. ISFP. Yes. Uh I'm a 
I'm, that's <laughs> Why are we nervous. having so much trouble with this? <laughs> I, we, I think E-N-F-J, we know, but I feel like yeah. the microphones are making us like really like, what is it? <laughs> I need my phone. But both of us are more maybe on the introverted scale. Yeah. And you had said that when when I came to that party, you guys were trying to guess my type. <laughs> yeah. And you said introverted, which I agree with because I very much like to observe, mm-hmm. especially in new situations. Like going into a party, I'm not going to come and be like, hey, nice to meet me. Like, what's up? <laughs> nice to meet me. Yeah. <laughs> that's You're just lucky not I'm here. Yeah. No, that's not me. I like to, f- what's the vibe of this party? What are the people mm-hmm. like? Okay, they're commercial actors. Are they like quirky? Are they self-serious? And I, I can kind of like, then mimic my own attitudes to sort of suit the room and like then insert myself once I kind of got the lay of the land and feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if that is a, you know, something that maybe holds me back in some situations. Audition rooms, like that's not really a social situation. Like you're there to work, you know what your job is to show up and be charismatic and charming and likable and all those things. But I wonder if I, can sort of get out of my own way a little bit more than I already have because you said that your agent was like, oh, you melted into the wall, <laughs> you know? And yeah. you said you made an active effort to change that. Yeah, so I went on a casting. This was so long ago, but like it was one of my first castings. Yeah. It, it was a go And I go in and I thought it went okay. I didn't think anything was wrong. Yeah. And apparently my agent was just like, yeah, they didn't, mm, they didn't choose you. I think that you kind of just like blended in into the wall. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Cause at that time I was pretty new to this whole thing. And, Which is uh, a new situation, so you're kind of like yeah. So I'm like, I'm just trying. I don't know. Do I blend into the wall? And yeah. then that made me like overthink it. And then that made me push more to uh-huh. be like, I'm not going to be the most chatty in the room. And I, uh, it's weird because I feel like there's a balance. Oh yeah, don't you don't want to be the guy who don't want to be that person responding to everything they're saying and like uh, you know. It, mm-mm, it doesn't read genuine. Mm-mm. If you come in the room and you're just so chatty mm-hmm. and they're trying to like give you direction and you're just like trying to chat it up and same with things like on a set it's like yeah you want to be professional and Mm -hmm. there's a balance of being like cool with everyone but also being professional and focusing on what you need to do to get the job done yeah i think quality not quantity if you can have like a couple quality like witty witty (laughs) remarks like connect with the photographer the director about like a couple things yeah but then go fuck off and like let them do their job yeah don't be pestering them i think the balance is everything yeah because then you kind of just seem like yeah you're not taking things seriously but i get what you're saying about you know you were new to the industry you know this go see there's other girls probably around Mm -hmm. like it's in a you know every casting is you get used to the different rooms but like it's new places it's not it's not your living room um like these self-tapes now but i think i did the same thing that for a couple of years when i was sort of one foot in one foot out of the industry i was just figuring it out like Mm -hmm. just going getting comfortable and now i know when i walk into a room like this is what i have to do because i've done it so many times right so what else did you do to sort of i don't know maybe to be a little more outwardly comfortable than you might be coming across. Because I can be comfortable and look quiet because I'm just happy to be quiet. I don't need to speak up. That's me. You know? But yeah. like, I know that I probably should more than I would my my instincts tell me to in those situations. Right. You know? I think I just try to focus on getting the task done. So it's almost like you're checking off your checklist and you're like, okay, I'm about to go in the room. Be mm-hmm. present. Be present. Yeah. It's like number one. And then take a breath and mm-hmm. just put on a smile, you know, like even if it's for something serious, it's like you want to enter the room 
like warm, you're happy right? to be there because yeah. you are happy to be there and you yeah you want to <laughs> <laughs> are you happy yeah. to be there um but you want to walk in and just you know make eye contact yeah you know yeah eat. like who's looking at me i'll make eye contact. literally like, yeah. they're all looking at you yeah you're on some camera it's uh-huh. a hidden camera show do yeah. you ever feel like that like you walk in a room i had a call back one time it was for a big brand and i think i over uh, i was overthinking it because i was like I've always wanted to shoot for this brand and it was a callback and it was when, you know, before uh, COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was doing my callback. They changed the direction a bit. Mm -hmm. So it threw me off, which I should have been prepared for that. I I know that happens like, hello. And I know the casting director, he's always been really great to me. So I think that pressure was on me and I'm doing the callback and I'm kind of fucking it up. And as I'm doing it, I know that I'm I'm pl- I'm so doing that, horribly. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like watching them as they're watching me. And then they're looking at the screen yeah. and then looking up at me. And I'm just like, this is an episode of Black Mirror. This is so weird. And yeah. I knew I I knew that I failed. I knew I wasn't going to book it after that. But I was just like, you know, when you feel like you're drowning and you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This yeah. is how I die. Yeah. yeah. Here I am. Yeah. Um, five more seconds of this. Yeah. You can't. You can't become too aware of how bizarre the situation is. So weird. Especially when you don't feel like, when there's a new element brought to it, like a new piece of direction where you're like, oh, I've been practicing this for two days Mm -hmm. this way. I didn't, I know I should be prepared for changes, but I didn't. And then you're like thinking about how you're not prepared and you're not in the moment. You're not, you're not present. Right. You know, you're just completely in your head. Oh yeah. Always. And that happens. I get this weird thing when I, when I pull out of an audition and I'm like thinking the least like the character, the least present I can in, in the scene or whatever, I'll get an eye twitch. <laughs> <laughs> this weird little like flicker on my like lower eyelid. And I've seen it happen in other people. Oh shit. And that, so I had an audition with a, a like a female girlfriend partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw her eye twitch and I was like, oh, she's out of it. And then my <laughs> eye started twitching. Present, and, be present. and we both pulled out and we didn't book it. But <laughs> It's so hard once that like once you once that ripcord gets pulled and you're ejected from the presence. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> it's yeah. so hard to make, get back in. That's so funny. You know? Someday if you like go into directing, you're like, I see that eye twitch. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> cut. Yeah, cut. <laughs> Recenter. Yeah. Come back. Totally. And then that goes hand in hand with stuff like I was talking about the handshaking uh-huh. for yep. for hand modeling. Because I've told this story before, but it was me and then a female talent and I was supposed to eat the burger. Then they switched to her and she's supposed to eat the burger. And I was sitting and holding and they're like, get Michael back in here. Like her hands are shaking. Oh, no. And as soon as I heard that her hands were shaking, I was like, oh, your hands can shake. And then my hands started shaking. Oh, no. So I had to take a moment and say, stop, stop shaking. Mm -hmm. And I I was able to overcome it and they got through it. But that's good. Yeah. Usually I feel like once the shaking starts, it kind of even if you've kind of calmed down mentally and you're like, stop, stop shaking and you can kind of control it. It still shakes. And you're like, oh, no, because it's all psychosomatic. It's Mm -hmm. all like your mind. Do you do anything for that? Do you take beta blockers or Xanax? Oh, no. I think (laughs) (laughs) I've never. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Don't know how I would react to that. But um. I don't know if I've had my hand shake so much, but I've had my mouth quiver mm-hmm. and I, I hate it because I feel like I can't really stop it. And I yeah. don't I don't know if anyone can really tell all the time it happens. Yeah. But I've had it where it's like they're zooming in, they're coming in on you. 
with the camera and uh, you're like, oh God. <laughs> and then they're so close and you're like, oh my God, what's the lighting like? Do I look okay? Like my face is sweaty. I need it. I need thought. And, I know, can someone but, dab me? <laughs> yeah. The makeup artist never came to me. And then you're like overthinking all that stuff. And as you're doing it, you're like, you know, and yeah. no one knows. Well, I don't think anyone knows. But then as they get closer, it's like, I don't think they can actually see it so much. Yeah. Unless Maybe it's slow-mo and super high frame rate. Oh, you God. Know? Uh-huh. Then it's, they pick up any little movement or motion in the wrong direction. But I don't know what, you just have to do it. You just have to do it. Yeah, you just have to do it. I think it's like taking a breath and just being like, mm-hmm. bitch, you've got this. Yeah. Like, calm down, calm down. Like, I was a server for freaking forever. And that was like so much stress yeah. every single night and it's kind of like you've got this you're okay you're yeah. fine yeah yeah like what's what's wrong right now maybe a couple of things but like everything else is fine right focus on that and then get through it and th- that's the thing too you're like on a beautiful set you're yeah you know chilling yeah it's like you complain about not doing anything for hours but you're literally just sitting there and relaxing mm-hmm. and it's like you have to be like no you're shooting for you know fill in the blank right and you're here, and this is amazing. You're getting paid so no matter what. You're getting paid good money for yeah. doing like these actions. So you've got this. This is why you're here. Right. This is why you've been casted for that job. So just chill out a little, you know? Yeah, and I think something that it seems like talent, actors, models, uh, whether it's a tiny non-union commercial or some big budget movie, like we feel like we're not allowed to fail or show mm-hmm. weakness. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you should show up and be professional and like you should be able to hit your marks and know your lines and stuff like that. But it's okay to take a minute to reset. Like the lighting guy might be like, oh shit, like I need to, you know, fix. he's okay asking for that yeah. time. And I just don't, I can't get to that place of security on set, you know, completely where it's like, that's okay. Like I'm here to work with them and they're here to work with me and like we can all figure this out. But not giving myself the like space and grace to be like, hold on, I just need a second to like settle my hands. Like I would feel so nervous asking that. Right. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't know if that's just a necessary evil for us. Like, or do you think you're allowed to say like, I don't know, to take more space up? Because I guess it comes down to this like scarcity mentality of like there's so many other people out there that want this job who can take this job from me. I have to be perfect. And it's an mm-hmm. impossible proposition. You can't be perfect. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's... Um, sadly, I feel like we do have that pressure of being perfect and not asking for the things we might need. Like, yeah. even if it's just like, oh, hey, can you get me a water bottle? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so thirsty. But, like, maybe you hold it until the very last minute and you're yeah. like, you're like, oh, I actually need it now. Um, but it's just like not wanting to ask it and being mm-hmm. scared to ask for it, even though no one thinks of it like that. No. I think we're just... You know, I've been on sets where I was doing background and I was so shocked that like, you know, the actors on set would be like, line. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, they asked for the line? Like, yeah. they don't know their lines? Yeah. You know, and they probably do. But it's just like, but you forget wow. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh my God, like, they're human. I'm human. Yeah. Right. So. And, it's, and of course, you don't want to go too far in the direction of becoming a diva where you're like, I'm going to be late. I don't oh, care. No, Everyone yeah, waits for me. Yeah, no, you know, no, no, that's. No. That's you'll get canceled. You'll after get a while. canceled for sure. But I do think we should give ourselves a little bit more cushion, right? I don't know, just be a little more gentle with ourselves, because that pressure once it starts building, 
you're making your job harder for yourself. And you're making it harder for everyone else. For everyone if else. You say you forgot your line and yeah. you're like, oh, let me not ask for it. And you just kind of wing it. You're probably not going to use that take. So why don't no. you just ask for the line right. and like not waste it's less time. time to just reset and figure out the line before trying it five times without knowing it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then by that time, people might get a little flustered. And yeah. then it's like, yeah. you could have just freaking asked, you know? Just ask. Just ask permission. Just ask permission. It's not, yeah, it's just this weird thing that we all do now, I think, that we're just like, I can't do that because that looks unprofessional and I'm a professional. And it's like, no, I think everyone knows that we're all professionals and mm -hmm. that's why we're all here. That's mm -hmm. why we're all on set. That's why we all book the job. But it's okay to also just, you know, take the time to be human and allow that, you know. Yeah. And maybe part of it also is that, you know, we don't go to graduate school. We don't go to trade school models. And, I mean, act some actors. Speak for yourself. No, I'm just <laughs> But I mean, I think most of us sort of end up on set having no idea what we're doing. And then we sort of figure it out piece by piece, which is a big yeah. element of this podcast is just having these conversations and trying to share them so other people can figure out what the hell they're doing. Because, I think that's life. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, the cinematographer, the director, the grips, the lighting guy, like they may have gone to school. So they may be uh -huh. more confident than we are. That makes sense. And like... Yeah. Yeah, like we've gotten to a place where like we are full time models, which is like a no small feat in this world mm -hmm. to be, you know, to not have a side job. But it still has that element of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, how did exactly. I get here? But it's like I'm faking it. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But so it, it seems like, you know, admitting that maybe you need a second to reset or like you don't know your line reveals the fact that you're a fraud you know you have that imposter syndrome that you don't want anyone to find out about yeah it's, it's like little wizard secret. of oz yeah it's the man behind the curtain but everyone ha i mean paul mccartney was on a podcast i listened to talking about how he's still waiting for people to figure out he's not a good guitarist and he's paul mccartney <laughs> i think it's healthy to feel that way though yeah i don't think i ever want to get a point at a point in my career where you like think that you're the best and you're untouchable and you're not yeah you know because I think that's where you start to lose it a little bit. Yeah, then you're just, you know, I don't want to say any names, but you hear about <laughs> yeah, actors, don't say any who, names. actors who like wear an earpiece. So someone's feeding them their lines. Oh, they're just... I want that. <laughs> I would love that for a self-tape. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> but like they, these people know that like the movie hinges on just their name. So it's like right. I can show up and be me and I don't need to put in the work beforehand. I can find it. Yeah, it's it hard because what's going on in their lives at that time? Like are they running know. a full business, family? They probably have so many other projects that they're filming and maybe they, I don't know. Or they just don't think it's worth their effort. They're like, I want my paycheck. I want to do the least amount of work possible. Yeah. I want to get out of there. Whereas yeah. once you get to that point, yeah, you're fucked. It's not, you're not having fun. You're not, you're not having pushing fun. yourself. You're not learning. Mm -hmm. You're not growing. You're not really collaborating and bringing right. your best self to the, you know, the team. Yeah. Because it's a huge group of people that puts together a production, no matter how big or small. I think it's a lot of the hunger, you know, yeah. that goes when you're a struggling actor model and you're kind of, you know, your foot is indoors, but you haven't quite made it full on yet so mm -hmm. you're kind of just like tiptoeing around and um it's like this hunger that you have that you're like you don't know if you're gonna book the jobs you're probably not gonna book anything based off your name yeah you know no. and so once you get to that new level i'm sure it's just really fucking weird yeah you know where you can they you've 
booked out for the next three years on some movie or two movie, you know, whatever projects. And yeah, I don't know. There's no hunger anymore because now you're sitting pretty. Oh, yeah. In like a nice ass house. Mm -hmm. No struggle. Yeah. You can have your assistant go get anything you want. Like, yeah. Sounds nice, but <laughs> <laughs> someday yeah. we're not gonna take you know. But I think granted, you were but. saying that like keep pushing yourself to grow is important, and you mentioned before that you've sort of come into your own as you've worked in this industry and sort of found mm-hmm. more facets of your own personality. And yeah. it, it's very clear in the work that you've done that I mean you you gravitate towards these like colorful but simple sort of graphic beauty spreads that like, I don't see a lot of people doing a lot of that work. Oh, Um, thanks. But that's cool that you've been able to push yourself and you know, what sort of things have you used as sort of signposts along the way to guide your career in the direction it's gone? I think for me, and this is a big ISFP thing for anyone that follows that. um, The adventurer. ISFP. The adventurer. adventurer. Which I don't, it's funny because I don't really consider myself like the most adventurous person. But I think in terms of my art, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. So I'm like the old grandma that just sits at home and chills, you know, (laughs) and everyone's like, I'm going and doing blow at the club. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm just going to like sit here and chill. But you're like an aesthetic adventurer. Yeah. It's like an artistic warrior. I I think that Mm -hmm. adventure is not the right word for it. Yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I like to keep things new. So if I feel like I'm repeating things that I've done so many times, it just gets so stale mm-hmm. for me. And it's just so boring. So like I've had shoots where people are like, oh, yeah, wear that outfit that you like wore in those photos. And like I'm like, shot but up. I already wore yeah. that. Like, why am I going to unless it's like they're paying you or something. Yeah. But it's like, why would I do that? Right. You know? Or it's like, oh, yeah, here's like sample of the makeup we're going to do. It's like this makeup that you already did. And you're like, but I already did that. That's me in the photo. Like, hmm. Um, So I like to keep things interesting. I like to be challenged a lot, um, whether it's like on set or modeling, you know, like I love to be challenged and I like to push for things that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. Or if somebody's like, oh, like, can you do this? And I'm like, "Mm, never done that, but I'll try. I'll try my best, you know, or like i'm scared of heights i'm not the best swimmer but i've had a few things recently where it's like oh can you like try to get up there and i'm like uh yeah (laughs) but i'll just do it for the photo because i want to make the art good you know but you know in real life i'm like nah (laughs) with the pressure i talk about a lot about the pressure of director calls action photographer says go and like you sort of just have to do it you have to do it yeah and uh, i was in when i met jace lee i was in i was in the background on a corona shoot so it was like jace lee up front being lovely and like drinking corona beautiful we love you jace lee yeah all these tan people and then like they would put the white guy in the background so (laughs) i was in the background on the beach in san diego it was real rough but yeah the the director like threw out a soccer ball he's like michael juggle the soccer ball and i'm not a soccer player wow so but i knew the camera was rolling and i picked up a soccer ball and like pulled it off somehow because oh love that there's a part of yeah there's a part of you that's just like do it <laughs> and you you kind of don't have time to be worried yeah you know you, you you get so out of your own way that you're capable of more than you even know yeah totally you know? oh yeah i feel like that's happened a lot of times on dance auditions really? where you're just like oh god oh god i remember one of my first it was actually my first campaign and it the night before my agent was like hey can you like look at the notes for like the audition so i looked and it's like real crumpers and i was like is that a thing anymore 
Uh, not anymore. Yeah. This is like my first audition. Okay. Well, maybe. Crumpers? Yeah, uh, I, I love it. Crumping yeah. is amazing. That's like but Atlantis. I don't know. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like looking at it and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I go. It's kind of early twerking, right? It's cooler no, than twerking. It's like, it's like aggressive. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aggressive chest pump, pumping movements. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's cooler than twerking. It's so cool. I love it if you can actually do it well. Um, so I go and there's so, and this is before I moved to LA mm -hmm. and there's, all these freaking cool ass dancers like stretching and yeah. there's like b-girls and everyone's like flipping on their head and i'm just like oh my god oh my god okay it's okay you calm down you watched a youtube video just, yeah okay. I me actually like how do you cramp cramping 101 um and i you just fucking have to try your best because that's all you can really do yeah. you can't leave the audition yeah there's been so many times where i'm like I think I just want to go. I, yeah. I don't think I'm going to book this. I think for to save everyone time, I'm just going to leave. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up booking the job. Yeah. So I crumped my, <laughs> I mean, to the top. <laughs> my fake crumping. It was yeah. definitely not crumping. Well, you're a pro um, now though, right? No. <laughs> I wish. Oh my God. I wish. That'd I just like dope. imagine every time you go out dancing, your friend's like, God, she's crumping again. <laughs> like, it's your one move. <laughs> there she is crumping yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if that was my one move, I would be okay with yeah. that. Yeah, but you got to go for it. And I, there's some quotes about how like acting just gives you free license to fail in front of people because oh, you got yeah. like you have this permission to go all out, whether that's being super snotty, ugly cry, like, oh, yeah. whether that's being real goofy and like self-deprecating, mm -hmm. whether it's trying to be sexy or trying to dance impressively. Everyone's rooting for you. So like if you try and you really let yourself go, you can do yeah. bizarre things. And I've done it in auditions too, where you know, you get these random auditions where like you're a zombie and like you're on the loose. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like That's so fun though. But yeah, but yeah. then they, they roll the camera and I just go fucking nuts. I love and that. And you, you channel like twenty eight days later or whatever movie you've seen. Whatever you and can, uh, you know, yeah. I remember that specific audition, I ended up like charging the camera because I was supposed to be like an attacking zombie. Yeah. And the camera op like move the tripod <laughs> but because I, I stopped right before it and they were like wow that's great that's yeah, so fun you kind of just let yourself go and that's yeah you have to you have and that's to. we were talking because when you're coming in you notice there's a school across the street and i was talking about how kids just scream all mm -hmm. day like high pitched just so happy screams. so full life and you're like everyone should be more like that it's true and on set you kind of get to do that because I think we used to all kind of be like that. Right? Yeah. And like maybe, you know, some of us were more quiet than others. But I think for the most part, like that genuine happiness is just like really great. And yeah. Yeah. As it comes from just older, not giving just... a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to not care what people think. Like watch, I don't know, any scene of a movie you like. Watch Wolf of Wall Street and watch some of Leo's, like the crazy scene where he's on Quaaludes and he's like crawling across the floor trying to get to his Lamborghini. Think about being on that set. There's oh, a, yeah. 50 people around watching Leonardo DiCaprio just be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They and like, loved yeah, it. it's Leonardo DiCaprio. So everyone's like, you know, they like, well, he can do no wrong. But like he still had to get out of his own way to go and be insane on mm -hmm. the floor and and probably do it a bunch of times and get redirected. And just because he's Leo doesn't mean we can't get there as well on right. a smaller scale. Right. And, and he's also Leo. Part. Yeah. So it's like stepping out of being Leonardo DiCaprio right. he's not and being this some sexy woman fucking or, guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. On a yacht. Well, half that movie he was on, yeah. But. I'd never saw that movie. 
it's good. It's really good. It's good. <laughs> I mean, like he's great in it, but people are like, oh, he should win an Oscar for it. And it's like, well, he played a really rich, attractive guy. Like, is that stretch for him to win? Right. You know? Like he is won for the Revenant, for which I was like, that's I get it. He's being attacked by a bear. Right. right? That's it's not hard for Leo. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And people were like, he wasn't even doing much for me. I'm like, what do you mean? That's because that's what you want Leo to be is like the heartthrob. And he yeah. got out of that. He got because he's played. I mean, he played like Howard Hughes and Catch Me If You Can, con artist. He's always played a pretty suave guy, and that's why he never had an Oscar. I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My own personal <laughs> Leo My own opinion. Personal opinion. I don't know the guy that well. Yeah. <laughs> or, or at all. Sorry, but, Leo, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Peace and love. Peace and love. Hope um, you're hope you're living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing just fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that movie's amazing. But yeah, I think people were just kind of like, oh, he's so quiet the whole time. He doesn't even say much. It's like, but, but that's, that's the hard. beauty. That's so hard. That's. I think that's more hard than people think it is. Because you think you have to be doing something at all times. Like, yeah. Especially. I find it difficult when it's an, another character's dialogue and I'm just listening <laughs> to not be over exaggerating my reactions. Uh-huh. Because. You, you right now looking at me, you're not really doing anything with your face. You're just listening I to I try it. my best not yeah. to make any <laughs> facial expressions. I'm just trying to save pan. my wrinkles it's for later. It's actually creepy. Was, oh, no. is it? No, no, no. I'm always good. deadpan. I dr- I've had a makeup artist be like, angel happy, <laughs> angel mad, <laughs> angel sad. And it's like all the same face. You just have like resting rest face. Oh, always. <laughs> I've always had this, I think. I think because I've been so... Qu- I was really shy when i was little extremely shy yeah and i think that just has turned into resting bitch face and bitch i don't face. mean to have it's just oh, like okay. neutral we're resting neutral face yeah, not good. bitch face oh that's good yeah i've had people tell me too they're like i remember in high school this girl i was doing a play and she's like oh my god you're actually really nice <laughs> i thought you were a bitch but you're like actually nice and yeah. i'm like well what because I wasn't trying to be a bitch. I was just being there, alive, and, you know. But people assume all kinds of things. It could be because you're pretty. It could be for another number of reasons. Yeah. I mean, when you walked through the door, I thought you were going to be mean. When? At that party? Yeah. You thought it was going to be mean? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> was or I? very, uh, yeah, may- maybe, like, very mean and just, like, extroverted. I think that's why, well, you are technically an extrovert. But you know what I've learned from your type? Because hmm. I have a few friends that are that same type. Yeah. Because... Um, yeah, before me and Jason Lee were trying to guess, and we're like, I think he's introverted, mm-hmm. but I technically, think I am too. technically though, I think that type is very observant. Yeah, and so I think, like you said, you kind of read the room a little bit and, and fill out there. the energy before yeah. you kind of interact. Yeah, and I think that's what your type does a lot. Mm-hmm. But was I mean when I came? No, in? <laughs> okay. you were so nice, and you're like, bye, and you like gave me a hug, and I was like, oh my god, and here we are. Wow, he's like not scary. <laughs> Why would I be scary? I don't know. Every I, I'm always scared of people. Yeah. In LA, especially. but every the, the thing is like everyone feels this. We're all just bouncing off <laughs> yeah. these like wrong impressions. That's so true. And it's you got to give people a shot, and especially the people who are standoffish or cold, mm-hmm. like they probably want love more than anyone else. Yeah, that's true. They just like true. don't know how to. They're like an abused dog who like can't be nice, mm-hmm. but they want to. And they want to curl up in your lap. Or maybe they just have shit going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I've had some crazy times in my life where I'm on set and they're like driving to set. And then uh, I remember this one time, um, one of my friends, she's also friends with my mom and she was my old dance teacher and she texted me and she's like, your mom's in the hospital. She fell. 
and I was literally driving to like location. Yeah. And it's like, if I left LA, I wouldn't be there in time. Yeah. So it's like, I had no time to really react. Mm -hmm. And of course, inside I was like wanting to cry. But on the outside, I'm like, bitch, you, you have to focus. Yeah. Like you have to focus. There's nothing you can do right now about that situation. Right. And maybe that sounds cold, but even if I left, that's reality. And it's also like, this is our job and this Mm -hmm. is how we make money. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you have to focus and you have to do this because this is what your mom would want you to do. She Mm -hmm. wouldn't want you to leave because it would take you like, you know, two hours to get there and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to, I remember when I had my early like high school, I was a lifeguard in high school and you know, just like high school jobs, they always push that like, you know, whatever, however your day is going, just like leave it at the door and come in Uh, and do service industry stuff. And I was always like, how like i i was not in a place where i could shut on and off my feelings oh um mm-hmm. and i think i've gotten to that place and there <laughs> i heard an anecdote about some big time celebrity photographer was shooting the cast of some tv show and mm-hmm. i can't remember who the actors involved were right but one of them they were all getting ready and one of them stepped away to take a phone call and he came back and they're all taking these like smiley interaction shots you know like what you'd see on a billboard for a tv show or like an awards consideration campaign and then they finished up and it all went well. And then one of the actors who took the phone call stayed behind and he was like, hey, could, do you mind taking a couple just like quick portraits of me? And the photographer was like, yeah, what do you need? And he said, well, uh, I just got a phone call that my like, my dad died. Oh, fuck. And um, I just want to capture this moment. And then like the photographer got these beautiful pictures oh, of him like no. just crying genuine tears. Shit. But he was able to compartmentalize to that degree where he got that call, did the smiley happy stuff for his job. And then went back to that feeling and like allowed himself to feel it and document it, which is kind wow. of a cool experience. But and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like to say, I don't think so either. You know, what am I gonna? Yes, you could. You you're well within your rights to be like, my dad just died. I'm out of here. Like I can't emotionally be here. But if you're able to surmount that feeling, do your job, then go back and appropriately feel the feelings. It's the best case scenario for everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. And the thing is, too, it's like that's what makes us artists are those moments of our life and just like putting that those feelings into our work. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Well, part of when I was reading the breakdown of your type, your (laughs) uh, before I came here today, I was reading it. You sent it to me. And Mm -hmm. one of the big things was like your aesthetic sense and your sensitivity combined to really turn your whole life into like a work of art like you're very well put together it seems like you just you kind of yeah you treat life as art and i i think that's a big secret to finding ways to enjoy certain things like doing the dishes sucks i don't like doing the dishes i don't like folding laundry like these are chores that i don't look forward to but if you kind of just give it some sort of edge of like i'm gonna take pride in the way i fold this shirt or like i'm gonna like I don't know, like play around with the way I like clean this bowl so it's more yeah. like dance-like. Or turn it into a vibe. Just like turn it into something that's more creative and then you'll stop thinking about how much you hate doing it and you'll yeah. kind of get lost in that flow state of like the grace of how you, this is all very like hippy-dippy, sorry. But, <laughs> I love it. I'm but, like, not but, mad like, at that. How efficient can you be as you move the plates from like wash to dry to stack? Like, And you can kind of like find a way to enjoy it. Yeah. Because you have to. You have to. It's funny or it's happiness in those moments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about ISFPs, and I heard something about this. Um, if our name is attached to it, it's like we want to do those things well. Yeah. And I remember when I was serving, I 
oh man i would take things way too seriously there like everyone was like yeah. talking shit goofing off and i'm like running around like a psycho and i'm just like <laughs> but everything had to be perfect mm -hmm. and like in my own way you know and i had a reputation there like it was a good reputation but i felt like if it was me giving you service i wanted it to be the best it could be yeah because my name is attached to it mm -hmm. i don't want anyone you know coming in and being like oh i know that girl i had that girl last time she sucked yeah. you know it's like yeah. nope that's not gonna be me you know and some people are like well i don't care about this i don't want to be here i don't care right i'm just gonna half-ass things and i'm like not me but that's such a true test of character is like when the cameras are off, when no one's watching, how do you act? When you don't care about it, when no one's going to see the results. Like, you know, when you leave the interview and you're walking past the the janitor sweeping up the parking lot, like, how do you treat that person? Yeah. When it doesn't matter, there's, stake, there's no stakes and pres presumably no one's watching. Are you a dick? You're a, like, Then you're a dick. You're just putting on a show for the people at the right, top. Right, right. You know? And that's, I think, again, it's that idea of bringing your value system to your entire life yes. from morning to night. You know, we are what we routinely do. You are like your habits. And like you said, it's like, these are things that you have to do. So why not enjoy them yeah. a little bit or find some type of joy? Yeah. You know, it might not be your most favorite thing. Like doing laundry might not be that exciting or mm -hmm. doing the dishes or, you know, whatever it is, but it's like, make it kind of fun, Right. you know, turn on music, turn on, a podcast turn on eat an edible something. i don't know do your thing yeah do yeah. whatever you have to do take a shot yeah. like do the dishes do it every day no i'm kidding yeah. um, turn into a drinking game every plate <laughs> yeah. <one shot>. yeah. <laughs> every day take five shots whatever man <laughs> you're living your life it's fine um but i think that applies a lot to our industry because it was either on the podcast or when i took killian's class he talked about when he was casting, they did this this big brand spot, big brand campaign, and they brought in regular actors like us, commercial actors, mm -hmm. and they were okay. Like they kind of did a good job. They knew their lines so, so and so. Then they decided they were going to try to get some big celebrities to do the spot. And Killian was like, God, if we're bringing in celebrities, like they're going to be a nightmare to cast because they're not going to be prepared. They're not going to, you know, they're just because it's a commercial. They don't. They're just going to be like, book me off my name. Yeah. And he said the celebrities without fail showed up on time, completely had their lines forwards and backwards, like different oh. variations, knew the other people's lines so they could switch roles and like just, he they killed it because they're professionals. Exactly. And they weren't like, well, this is for fucking Ralph's. Like I'm, I'm in Marvel movies. They're like, no, this is a job. I'm going to show up and do my job. Like it's the big show yep. every time. Every time like you're auditioning for Spielberg because, you know, like Linda, the owner of It Models talked about in the last or uh, a couple episodes ago, you don't know who you're going to meet on that set. Oh, yeah, totally. Who, which, you know, camera assistant's going to become a director one day and remember mm -hmm. you as the guy mm -hmm. who was kind of shitty or the guy who nailed it and has this look that I might want in 10 years. Right. And they remember you. Oh, yeah. People reach out all the time and I'm like, I haven't seen them in like five years. Like, you remember me? Yeah. But that you left me an impact. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, do you want to live your life being an asshole? Like, no. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're trying to be the best version of yourself it's like you want to have interactions that are meaningful in life for people that don't aren't going to do really anything for you you yeah. know you're not just being nice to them because maybe someday they'll cast you it's like helping someone by opening a door or mm -hmm. giving the elderly person your seat on the bus it's like those are just things like it feels good to do as a human yeah acts of service are yeah the seat there that's my like love language i feel my best when I'm helping other people feel their best. 
because it's it's like self-transcendent. You get out of your own way, out of your own ego. Mm-hmm. And making someone a meal or like, you know, making them coffee in the morning, like something like that is like, that's what makes me feel better than anything. Like better than receiving gifts or praise. I mean, I like praise, but you know, <laughs> words of affirmation. I love praise. No, I need to be told I'm doing a good job because it goes hand in hand with, like I want to be told I'm doing a good job of taking care, if that makes right, sense. Right, yeah. yeah. It's just um, showing that they understand that you did those things for them, you yeah. know, and it's appreciated. It's not just, you know. It's not just, you know, going into the void. <laughs> like, You're just becoming their slave. Yeah. yeah. But I do also think, you know, you should talk about showing up as the best version of yourself. Everyone is kind of the best version of themselves that they can be right now right in that moment like unless you're a true sociopath and you have like a broken brain mm -hmm. and you really want to hurt people and you don't have remorse i've seen that even have you Mm, yeah really (laughs) i don't know if i'm sure i have but i I haven't been a cognizant of it not like often but yeah yeah it's it's out there like i think that person i think something is like they have no moral compass nope yeah just shark eyes dark eyes dead eyes yeah and not like my dead face just like (laughs) (laughs) full on everything but yeah unless you're like that like even when people are being shitty it's the best they know how to do you know right based on how the way they were brought up the examples that were set for them you know i think about it like you drive into a parking lot and there's one space left and the person is like way over the line. So you have to park in this shitty little space and you're like, fuck that guy. Like he had all the room on his side. Like mm-hmm. why didn't he park like a normal person? What you don't know is that 10 minutes before there was a different car next to him yeah. that was over his space. Exactly. So he did the best he could, which looks shitty in light of, you know, it's this trickle down effect. Exactly. So and maybe he's elderly. Maybe he or, couldn't yeah. even see the line. You have to give them a little bit of grace and yeah, assume that they're doing the best they can, which they are. I try to give everyone chances. Like I yeah. feel like if they've done some shitty things or they're doing some shitty things, I'm kind of like, you know, and I try to put myself in their shoes. Yeah. But I think, you know, after so long, then maybe it's kind of like, eh. When it's all relative, like I can look at someone who's flipping people off in traffic and cutting people off and be like, that person sucks. But someone yeah. could look at me, who someone who thinks like, you should make no more than $36,000 a year. You should drive a used car. You should donate everything beyond that to charity. They could look at me and be like, look at this fucking like superficial motherfucker with his clothes. And like they could think <laughs> his hair. Yeah. He's like hair products or whatever. <laughs> just like, like, so they could look down on me. So it, there's no yeah. standard. There's no bar. It's all based on where you're at and where they're at. Yeah, totally. So you have to, you have to understand that people might not be doing as well as you think they are. And then some people might, not think you're doing as well as they are. Yeah. So yeah. it goes both ways. We're all trying. I think most people are trying their best. And I think it's really hard too with everything that's going on in the world. So, yeah. you know, um, sometimes people go MIA and I'm like, that's okay. Like, I feel like yeah. people are just kind of in their heads and it's a hard time for everyone. And yeah, I have, you know, there's moments where I'm not like, I try to be friendly to cashiers and like, I, cause I like talking to people and like, it's fun to, just tell someone have a good day and they tell you the same. But sometimes I'm just not there. I'm like, yeah. I'm in my head completely. And that's okay too. So you have to, you have to see that in other people that they might just be going through it. Yeah. They might you be know? going through something. They might be or, having the hardest day of their life. Right. Or maybe they're focusing. Maybe they mm-hmm. have a bunch of lines they have to say and they're just like, yeah. fuck, I don't remember. And they're just sitting there like, and that's where they're at, you know? Yeah. And then they come on, across as like angry or just standoffish and they're not you know Mm -hmm. i think yeah i i heard you say that on someone's episode like sometimes you just want to be reading a book and you're just chilling and today's not the day to make friends Mm -hmm. 
that's me sometimes too. And then other times you kind of have to force yourself because you're like, oh, I'm going to be here 12 hours. Mm-hmm. I can either join in on the conversation or I can just be a loner literally for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. And it comes down to, you know, if you really need to be antisocial that day, like if you're having a, a day, mm-hmm. but you're on set and you have to work like, and you're like the only way I can have the energy to show up when I'm on camera is if I just shut down when I'm not. And like, that's okay to take that space, but you can't rely on that as an excuse to be antisocial yeah. all the time you know yeah it's like there are true. times when it's appropriate and like you can even explain to people like hey i'm dealing with some shit like i just need some quiet time and they'll be like oh cool totally but if you just like walk around all the time like they don't know what i'm going through like i could <laughs> i want space and like that i don't have to tell them why then you're taking advantage of the system a little bit yeah you know yeah that so, makes sense and only you can know the truth behind it yeah, only you know who you, know you when really you're are. Corners. No one else does, you know? But do you even know who you really are? No. No. I'm That's trying to work it out. I don't either. <laughs> um, I want to talk Halloween costumes with oh, you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I love Halloween. <laughs> so, the party <laughs> I went favorite. to last Saturday was sort of a Halloween moving out party. People were in costume. You apparently had won best costume of the night. Clearly, you were... Black. I did, but I feel like... <sighs> I mean, I when I got there, you were definitely the best. Comp- you were the best costume there when I got there. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people didn't get the chance to dress up because maybe they were like kind of coming from work or they were yeah. busy and they just wanted to come by and say, hey. Yeah, that's, so, I showed up I late and I didn't want to show up like full on Kim Kardashian. Oh, I would love that. And I, I also love, hadn't met anyone. <laughs> I wanted more people to be dressed up. I yeah. felt like a I show up and I'm like, why does this always happen to me? Like, I feel like I'm giving it a 10 and everyone else. You give it 10s. Yeah, and everyone's like, are you okay? Wow, (laughs) you really love Halloween, don't you? I'm like, I do, yeah. And it's kind of awkward, but I can't not go full out. But you do it in a way that's, it's all out, but it's not like, it's kind of subdued at the same time. Like you have like a mostly simple outfit and then it like, wild face paint job oh, okay you know yeah, that it's, makes it's sense. balanced it's not i want to like, be comfortable yeah you know do you love playing with makeup and special effects and that kind of stuff i love playing Contacts with makeup and, yeah. i'm not the best at makeup i did do my makeup for the black swan okay. that night yeah. and i had a lot of fun doing it mm-hmm. and it's funny because i started getting really stressed out like i was like starting it and i was like looking at the time and i'm like oh my god she said it started at seven it's already eight and then i started doing it and i feel like it kind of just was therapeutic and I just let myself do it. Yeah. And then I had a lot of fun. I like when other people do my makeup. Me too. My favorite is special effects, of course, mm-hmm. because you're actually becoming yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Like physically, yeah. you know, whereas for acting, it's like, yeah, you're becoming different people, but like you don't really see the change on the outside so much. I get that with wardrobe. Yeah. Like when I get oh, into yeah. wardrobe, like, Without thinking, I'll walk a little different. I'll mm-hmm. hold myself a little taller. Like I, I was doing e-com for Levi's for a while. And I'd play this game with like the art director where, you know, they style every outfit. Where you're just mm-hmm. shooting the pants, but they have different shoes, different shirts. And we'd be like, who's this guy? And it'd be like boat shoes and like a button down. I'm like, well, he's he just graduated from this school and he's doing he's in finance. He really wants to work in PE. Oh, that's and we so just, fun. We like gave each outfit a character and like yeah. it changed the way I moved in front of the camera oh, just yeah. slightly. Totally. But like makeup, I mean, I've never done, I've got like scars done and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I've never had like an old person face put on. It seems <laughs> so fun because that's what I want to get to is your you, Oh, it's so costume. fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. I mean... Yeah, I just go all out. I have a lot of fun doing it. I feel like Halloween only comes once a year. Why not yeah. fucking go all out, you know? Yeah, but I think your Squid Game costume won Halloween. 
so you know what's funny i knew i wanted to be that character i ordered my uh, i always procrastinate that's the thing about me, me in halloween like, how I fast can amazon get here <laughs> literally me i was like on amazon and i'm like oh my god whatever i'm gonna pay 55 dollars for shipping <laughs> even though the costume only cost 20 dollars and it came november 1st the track suit oh. so i ordered you know the actual track suit from yeah. squid game and of course i think i put it off a little too long and it ended up coming late but and you was, wore something so yeah, yeah so the day of halloween <laughs> i'm like running around like <laughs> oh my god i need an outfit and i was on hollywood boulevard i was at the halloween store up there yeah and i was like hey do you have any like squid game outfits and the guy was like oh no like we actually sold out within the first hour that we got them yeah and i was like i was thinking oh. that's like the most unoriginal co- i was like everyone's gonna do squid game and then i saw your best <laughs> one i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah everyone's gonna be like the the doll girl from squid the or red like the, light green the masked, light the mask the, yeah. the tracksuit yeah you know yeah so i was freaking out and some of my friends were like just go to adidas like they have green right. tracksuits and i'm like but do they i feel like they're probably gonna be sold out and they're not gonna have my size and then i'm gonna be even more stressed out yeah so i just started walking around that area of hollywood i'm and picturing you in full makeup where like, <laughs> no, you're dressed like you I are now oh god no like bad grandpa I get shy if I'm not in full outfit. I'm like, don't look at me. Oh my god! I'm just picturing you like hurriedly, like yeah, rushing into like stores. Like, what was that? Oh, oh my, that is that sounds scary. Um, so I was just going to these random stores that you know, sexy Halloween costumes yeah. were mostly the vibe. Yeah, and I'm just like looking for anything that looks like green and that could possibly work without. Mm-hmm being too naked because i was like i don't even want the thing is with the tracksuit i was in that vibe like i didn't really really want to show skin and stuff yeah so i'm like oh that really sucks so i'm like looking and then i run into this like green onesie jumper thing mm-hmm. it's long sleeve which was cool because it was kind of chilly yeah and i was like this could fucking work and then i had to go to michael's <laughs> looking for like the numbers yep. which was also a struggle yeah i feel like they were out of like they everything sold out of numbers because of and, quick game and because i'm a procrastinating. I'm procrastinating it's like then i'm like getting really stressed out but mm-hmm. i bring it on myself and yeah at least you're aware of it <laughs> i am aware and that's also like something that i need to work on but that's an isfp thing too i'm yeah. not trying to be like <laughs> everything I'm that's such an a isfp thing that's just me no i know that that's a weakness of mine yeah and but the thing is i do feel like i do pretty good under pressure so me i don't too. know if that's so i falsely create the pressure by waiting sometimes maybe yeah is that what yeah. it is yeah okay or is it like you could be so much better if you didn't prefer well it's a little bit of self like well, it's not my best, but obviously because I started so late, it can't be the best. Like it's a little bit of like it protects yourself from oh, your best being judged. Okay. But I also like in college, I couldn't write a paper until <laughs> the night. No, I would I would do the math where if I didn't start the paper, then I wouldn't finish it by the deadline. And then I would just like crank it. Yeah. But that's not healthy. And I've done I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that with art, art classes. Me too. Studio art. Fuck. I would have like a final due mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be good. I didn't want to like half-ass yeah. something. And of course I would wait. I had months to work on it, mind you. Months. I, I know I know the story. They literally <laughs> tell you in like the first day. Yeah. They're like, so your final project, here's like the instructions. And you're like, oh, great. And then literally the night before. Yeah. So I, I stayed up all night. Didn't get sleep. Mm-hmm. I was proud of what I got though. My, all my stress dreams are studio art classes that I haven't done any of the work all semester and it's due the next day. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, 
fuck my life like yeah. i have to do a hundred drawings oh god and then i'm like trying to pin them up in a way that like it looks like there's more than there are mm, <laughs> you know it's yep it's so awful but then i wake up and i'm like oh, i think it's the best feeling in the world to wake up from those dreams oh i love it you know i always have server dreams what dreams server oh server where dreams. you like wake up and you're like <gasps> the ranch <laughs> and then you're like oh wait no never mind or you're like oh my god that table asked for ketchup <gasps> Nope. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm not doing that anymore. Thank God. Because you care. You care. I do care. Yeah. And I care too much. I think that's what the problem is. Well, you're an empath. You're sensitive. You can pick up on people's emotions. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's healthy to say that I am an empath. Isn't that like looked down yeah, on? No. When you're like, I'm an empath. I know well, how you feel. I'd like to say that I think I can read people's energies a bit. Yeah, I mean, you're you're putting them first. You're you're considering them. You're not like, well, I'll get your ranch when I have time for it. You're like, yeah. no, that person wants ranch. So I'm gonna get it for them, and I don't want to be late. Yeah, I yeah. mean, putting maybe yourself... it's not empath. I don't know. Yeah, some, putting yourself as word. that person. It's like, yeah. we all go out to eat. Like, yeah. you don't want your ranch to come when you're already done with the food. No, it's the worst. And you don't want to sit there and not <laughs> eat your food because you're fucking hungry. Yeah. and the food's gonna and the get fries cold. are hot. Yeah, the fri- you gotta eat them when they're hot. Yeah. I get it. So it's like you know, I just want to give them a a good experience. So you got your tracksuit. Was that a oh, onesie yeah, sorry. or were you wearing Whoa, shorts? Whoa, tangent. Yeah, it, um, it was like shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was actually kind of perfect because it's this weird gender bending. Yeah, like, I love that. It was like booty shorts kind of thing. <laughs> Here's my ass. And but... Then, but the track jacket and then the head. So it, it your brain misfires. <laughs> and yeah. And it's like, wait, wait. Because if you... We're wearing the full tracksuit. I'd be like, that's an old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> if somebody was saying that, they're like, I think it's good that you didn't get the tracksuit. Yeah, you... sometimes those are happy accidents. Yeah, because it's like, oh, is, wait, they know that it's you and it, it's not just an elderly person. You yeah, because it was really well done. It oh, was... yeah, he killed it. My friend Renato is the best. Um, we collab all the time on Halloween. And we were both getting a little stressed out because some the wig, the bald cap was giving us trouble. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we're friends. So we like end up talking and hanging out. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, yeah. it's been four hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just kind of not taking our time, but you know, maybe moving slower than if we had like a deadline or something. Yeah. And then we finished and we're like, yeah, yeah, I think, I think we're happy with this, but we're both probably perfectionists when it comes to stuff like that. For sure. And um, then we went out in his hallway and we're like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we just, he was like, why don't we go up on the roof and just like, you know, yeah. take some photos. And I'm like, is it cold? I don't really want to go up there. And so we go up there. The lighting's great for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he was, we randomly were just like, we should make some videos, like the red light, green light, and yeah. just like did it. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Did you practice the facial expression? You, you nailed it <laughs> I, so well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, he was like my favorite character. So I feel like I, I mean, you know, besides when he like. Yo, is, yeah. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. Spoiler but, like, alert. Stop listening. But yeah. Don't he, listen. In um, the end, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I, I needed feel- that turn of like he was the master. Oh, I loved it. Huh. We'll see where it goes season two, right? There's going to be season two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there better be. There better be. He didn't dye his hair red for nothing. <laughs> um, so I didn't practice it too much, but I was like Googling his face yeah. and like it's watching video. It's this weird best smile, of... this blank like doe-eyed smile that you do. He's faking it. Yeah. It's all fake. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to do it. As, I wanted to do him justice. You did. Yeah. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank you so I much. I was blown away because normally I'm like, eh, whatever. But then I saw I was like, 
At first, I thought you were just posting some like video of a, <laughs> some video of my grandfather. Yeah, and it's like, other people were reposting. It. I was like, this is supposed to be some trending video, and then I was like, no, that's Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I think I know that person. Yeah. yeah, apparently, I haven't been on TikTok today because I was kind of getting overwhelmed. But um, I guess it's at five million views. What? Yeah. Do you have a big TikTok presence? You do now. Not really. You do now. Um, I had. I actually have more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram, which is pretty ironic. Yeah. Because I always cared more about I don't know Instagram how to do TikTok. Followers. I was having a conversation with a fellow 34-year-old, and we were both just like, I think we missed it. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's when you... It sucks, because when I first joined TikTok, one of my videos did pretty well. And then after that, it just slowed down. Was it your first video? It was not my first... Because mm. they were doing something video? where they pushed like your first video when you created an account would go to the discovery feed yeah so you'd get this huge hit and be like oh i like this you know yeah the they, other video juice in the system a little bit right yeah the other video did well and i i took clips and photos from another special effects artist that mm -hmm. i work with kelton hi kelton but um so I put that together randomly and yeah. then it just did really well. And I was like, oh, okay. But it's always the videos that you think aren't going to do that great. Yeah. Like last. Okay. Yeah, so I've heard that from everyone all the no, way up the chain. I was almost going to delete that video. <laughs> I really it's was. It's the rooftop one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, both of them. No, oh. it's the, um, the, the one that's closer up yeah, on the makeup. Oh, sweet. So I did that just like half ass thinking about it. Mm -hmm. We weren't like trying to do like transitions for TikTok. Not even a, no. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just like doing behind the scenes just for myself kind of thing. And then I was like, you know what? That was hard work. I'm going to make a video. Whatever. Mm -hmm, Fuck mm -hmm. it. So Halloween night, that's what I'm doing. And I upload it. It has like no views. And I'm like, oh, this Should is kind of down? embarrassing, yeah, yeah. actually. <laughs> and then I wake up the next day, has like no views again. Both of them. Really? I put both videos up. And really? I was like, uh, awkward. Should I delete them? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh. So I just left them. And then all of a sudden... I don't know what happened. Some algorithm took off. Something, I think be just because it's Squid Game, you know? Everyone was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't see many, I didn't see anyone dress up as the old man from Squid Game. I, I saw the other characters. I saw the other characters. No, I saw no old man. You're the one. <laughs> I think most people are trying to be like very sexy on Halloween for the most part. Yeah. Not everyone, but you it's know. The it's easy. Sexy or, you know, a sense of like nostalgia. So it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think, especially in LA, it's like people want to be hot, so they like yeah. the easy choices, like the sexy kitten. You know, it's like <laughs> very little work. And I mean, I, I get it. I was talking, who was I talking to about what I should be? And they were just like, you should be something shirtless. And I was like, it's just too like, it's, <laughs> something shirtless. Of it's course. like I'm like, it's not. I don't want. So I, I will dress as Kim Kardashian from the Met Gala because I wanted so, to completely. Oh, was cover that my, you? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god so you put that on your like story right and yeah. you were like pull yeah i didn't did? know that was you so yeah i did oh I my said god who wore it better kim or him and it was like 91 percent me <laughs> and then like four strangers voted for kim which really pissed me off you're like this is me you know that right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i didn't know it was you yeah i thought it was like your friend no it, it was me i didn't even vote on it because oh. i'm like i don't know who this is no it's okay i know you would have voted for me yeah 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 no Yours it was, was way better obviously because i like costumes that not everyone gets, but the people who get them are like, holy shit, yes. are you that? And that's what happened when I went to a party. People were like, are you a ninja? And I was like, <laughs> no. With this ass? <laughs> yeah. No. I stuffed my ass. I put a towel in there. Oh, my I had God. To. Yeah. You have to go full out. Yeah. And I had, You'll like, have to show me some photos. That's so funny. It was hard to get photos because it was so dark. Because it was, <laughs> I'm so busy. I was just this, like, silhouette. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I See, like that's the stuff you sh- you could have put on TikTok. Yeah. Like I'll figure it out because that's you wouldn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Like seeing you dress, you know, seeing you in person wouldn't expect you dressing up like that for well, Halloween. Well, same as you. You wouldn't expect you to dress up as an old man. Yeah. Who's a murderous billionaire? <laughs> we love him. But I think that also goes back to your your personality type. It's like you want to push the boundaries and like yeah. you don't want to take the easy road. You want to play around with your perception and how your outward appearance and things like that. And I, I relate to that a lot. So yeah. I think that's interesting. I also like people not expecting things from yeah. me. Like I love when people Keep are like, guessing. oh my God, where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. Whether it be like personality or you say something and they're like, oh, wow. You yeah. know, or just performance. Like yeah. you do something dance related or, you know, in front of the camera and they're Being like, surprising. wow, yeah. where did, you know. Totally. I love that because I feel like once people expect your work to be something that they already know, that's where it kind of it's a trap. fails a little bit. Yeah. And you'll fall into this pattern of you just play, you just work that way. Like yeah. you, the, you, I'd imagine, would not love an e-com job where you show up and wear... It's not my favorite. Right. But yeah. like some people, that's their dream job. They want oh, that I love like, consistency. You could probably buy a house with that money. Yeah. But like, I, I've done e-com and like, yeah, it's good. But by the end of the day, I'm like... Mm. <laughs> You yeah, know, it just it's a lot. Push my creative button the way other jobs do. Yeah, econ. And I think long term, mm-hmm. it would it would drive me. I'd feel like I'm an accountant. It's like, you yeah, know. with peace and love. No hate to econ models. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just e-com different is, types. Yeah, it's fun. I've done it a few times. I'm kind of a little short for that, but it was cute. It was a cute day. <laughs> yeah, like, a cute day long day. day with a lot of outfits. Yeah, but. you learn a new skill and. There is fun to the, the dance with the photographer, but it's a different. Is that kind what of you sh- did? Well, like you you get down oh, the, okay. the rhythm of. Sh- <laughs> You're like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You know the part where you dance with the photographer. I was just trying to be present. <laughs> you haven't danced with. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this I I think you and I are kind of on a similar. Like to people keep people guessing, mm-hmm. like to mix it up and keep pushing in different ways that are maybe surprising. Yeah. Because otherwise, I get bored. And when exactly. I get bored, I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not present. I'm not interested. And when I'm not interested, I don't care. And when I don't care, I don't do good work. You're going through the motion without, yeah, yeah, like you said, not being present. And the thing is too, it's like you want to make the art for you Mm -hmm. and you hope that, you know, the people that are viewing the art like it, enjoy it. But at the end of the day, are you happy with what you're making? Right. You know, and that's the only way to be sustainable. That's the only way that you're going to stay with it. And I feel like throughout the years, and I'm sure this same with you. We've seen people come and go. Sure. That, you know, maybe their career starts really strong and then they kind of like just die off or they just don't want to do it anymore or yeah. they lose, you know, they fall out of love with it. But I think to keep things fresh, it's like you have to be in love with what you do yeah. for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can't just like do things and feel like, oh, well, if I do that, then my audience, they're not going to like this because they kind of like me being this person or yeah. they like my work when I'm doing this. It's like some of the the photos or the photo shoots that I love the most don't get as many likes as the ones that I'm like, yeah, it's okay. But you have to not care enough about that external validation mm-hmm. to yeah. then be, feel compelled to tailor your, be like, well, I'm not going to stop shooting stuff like that because no one fucking likes it. Yeah. You know, it's like, keep, there's probably something there because it aligns with what you really love. Exactly. Like, uh, Conan O'Brien was like he's like find your note he's like if you're playing a triangle like keep hitting that triangle and people will notice it and they'll be like that's eh, whatever but then eventually they'll be like what's that sound i keep hearing and they're mm-hmm. like it'll come around if you keep being true to yourself and keep finding your note that resonates with you and like you have to be willing to ignore the lack of like enthusiasm out of the gate because people 
you know, it's the reason why there's a hundred Marvel movies because they're safe. They're yeah. guaranteed to have a lot of people who like them. They're like my least so, favorite. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but like the random indie that like doesn't get a lot of attention may become like the cult classic later on when people people want like permission to like it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's yeah. not the safe bet. And it's like, you know, outside the box or it's kind of bending gender idea you know what yeah. just you can play with so many things just nowadays. fresh different it's fresh and different unexpected and yeah people are reluctant to put a stamp on something new as something they like because what if they're judged for liking it you know because mm-hmm. it's not culturally in the zeitgeist it's not like popular yet yeah you know yeah so, totally did you see lamb no i want to is it I good saw it. um you were I, talking about the party you said it was okay i think oh did i you said it was, I like, don't remember like, it was pretty good um, I think I wanted it to be better. Yeah. I think I was really excited for it. it I love A24 movies. And, yeah, A24 is yeah. great. And I liked it, but I, I wanted more. Like, I'm like, oh, is that it? That's the ending? Okay. You know? It kind of, don't take this the wrong way, but like, it kind of reminds me of you. And, <laughs> and it's like present. You know, the don't pre- take this the wrong the way. The previews, because it, it's this, it's very like, the way it's shot based on the preview and what I've seen is like, it's very like cinematic and well composed and like sort of minimalist, but then it has these like you're like, wait, that's a kid with a lamb's head. Like it's just like <laughs> these little things that are off that like yeah. I think sort of I, I pick out of your work as well, where it's like oh. <laughs> it's very simple and aesthetically pleasing, but then there's like an element that's kind of surprising. That's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little off. Your not, work is not a little like off. creepy. Off. I don't no, know. No, I'm just you, kidding. You get it. Yeah, I <laughs> know I get what you're saying totally. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean the previews were tangent but i hate when the movies show like the whole or the preview show the whole movie it's like more and more now why sometimes i want to look away because i'm like yeah why are you showing the whole fucking movie there's some jake gyllenhaal movie coming out where i was watching the preview and i was like you just it was beginning (laughs) to end you're like i don't need to see it now (laughs) because i already saw it what the fuck yeah Yeah, like the lamb movie i feel like the previews were so good and they definitely pulled the highlights right that's another problem and that's fine but you know, I didn't I didn't see the movie as slow, but I know that some viewers would go and be like, oh, it's just so slow. Like, there wasn't much going on. And yeah. I like the quiet moments because there is, is good. a lot of depth in those moments. And that shot where she's, like, looking back and, like, there's, like, a teardrop coming down from her face. Oh, so good. Yeah. And they sh- why did they show that in the preview? Like, they could have waited. They could have saved the that. Movie yet. I don't know. Don't ruin it. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> I'll see just, it soon. We'll just talk FYI, about it. Just FYI, you're going to be like, oh, that's what she meant. Okay. Is it worth seeing in theaters? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen dollars is what? That's like a meal. Well, I've got AMC A list. So oh, well I can then. See as many movies as I want. Well then, go. <laughs> no, ahead it's a great deal. It. It's thirty bucks a month. You can see three movies a week. So they're still doing stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I need to look into that. I, I think go I spend too much city money. walk like several times a week. It's great. Oh, wow. They have those reclining seats. Oh, then you have to see it in theater. Yeah. It's very. It's, it's free. Really beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could talk to you forever. This has been a great conversation. I, is it already over? Wow. It's been, yeah, we've been in that for a minute. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. As we wind up and, you know, we've been touching on the idea of mm, figuring out how to work within the system that, that is our job, mm-hmm. but also f- discovering yourself along the way, yeah. pushing boundaries, keeping things fresh, mixing it up. You know, what... I'm sorry, my dog's farting and it's really bad. It's distracting me. <laughs> oh, blame it on the dog. Yeah, no, that's her brand. Trust me. <laughs> that's her brand. Yeah. I um, mean, 
she's relaxing. She doesn't even know. She's sleeping. She doesn't care. <laughs> she's like, I am master of this place. So. She is. She's trained me well. <laughs> um, but I'm curious what sort of like advice you'd have for someone who's curious about this industry or maybe starting out and a little lost and not, hasn't found that comfort we talked about where it's like I've observed enough rooms where I know how to now insert myself. Ooh. What would you, if you could go back to yourself in that position, give her a little like preview of how to navigate the world better, what would you say? Ooh, good question. Um, I think I would tell anyone that was asking for advice. Let's see. A, just because you hear no doesn't mean that you're not going to hear a yes. Mm-hmm. I think especially early on. I think as time goes on, we kind of get used you to it, right? You gotta go through a lot of no's, especially yeah. up top. Yeah, or you hear yeses, you make it to set, you're in the job, and then you don't make it on the spot. You yeah. know, there's so many things that happen. Yeah. But um, I think when you hear a no, it just opens more doors for other opportunities. And I also feel like maybe it has nothing to do with what you think it yeah. is. Yeah, you know? we go back to that all the time on this podcast. Yeah, like, you don't know, don't think about it. Yeah, because you think don't like, assume. oh, am I not pretty enough? Yeah. I mean, like there's been tons of ghosties where it's like the models are like 5'9", everyone's like stunning. And you like walk in, you're like, are you, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, this is what my agent's sending me to. Um, so you, it's like, really You might awkward. be too pretty for some jobs. It's impossible to exactly, know. Exactly. You, you don't know? know. And then it's like, well, okay. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like too pretty then if they don't want me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you hear no's, it's like, that's okay. You're going to yeah. get the next one. There's so many opportunities. You can't work every job. No. And so if you hear no or you don't book that avail or whatever happens, it's like keep going i think for me that's like the most important thing do things that you fall in love with again like like we're saying it's like make yourself well-rounded when Mm -hmm. it comes to acting or modeling it's like do do all of the work do e-com do fitness do do, fitness e-com commercial beauty hand modeling like anything that comes your way and find joy in being on those sets and making that a new skill that you're like you know getting better at and um let's see what else Hmm. i think just keep going um some people stop after x amount of years because they think like oh well i'm too old now it's hopeless yeah yeah my prime was like five years ago it's like i don't think that's true at all true at all like look at j-lo hello you know she's like 65 (laughs) wow (laughs) wow (laughs) sorry j-lo um But I mean, (laughs) you have to keep going and you have to, obviously you're not going to be like your 15 year old self, your 20 year old self. And that's probably a good thing. Exactly. (laughs) That's not a bad thing at all. Um, So it's like accept age with grace and um, know that maybe you'll, you'll be going out for different roles or different things. And that's like fun. You know, it keeps it interesting. Yeah. Man, that's great. I mean, you don't have to keep going. I feel like there was more, but well, we covered a lot of bases. Remember. Yeah, we've gone on some tangents. What's your favorite kind of job? Special effects. Yeah, I love it all. How do you? I've never like. How do you get special effects jobs? So I worked Monster Palooza, two thousand nineteen mm, pandemic, two thousand eighteen. Oh man, my years are getting mixed I up because of that. Sh- yeah, so I got hired to. Be the model for my friend Kelton, who mm-hmm. does special yep. effects, amazing, and it was like a live demo at Monster Palooza. Oh, him doing the makeup, doing on. the makeup, cool. and then I like walked around and 
it was i was living for it um let's see what else do i like oh i love it all i love commercials i love music videos i yeah. love a good music video i think that's the key is like finding out what you what do you want to do and like go go for that yeah you know like f- like what what do you jealous of what are the, what jobs you see people booking you're like i want that i want to be on a special effects you know yeah. demo. Th- then figure out like go on reddit or go on some website and just like kind of figure out how people get there because there's ways to angle yourself for those different niches of this industry mm-hmm. because like you'd said before if if you don't love it it's not going to be sustainable right so the only way to build that long-term career which is what we mostly all of us hope to have is to enjoy it and yeah yes you have to play to your type and some certain things about yourself you can't change mm-hmm. like i can't i don't do a lot of beauty because like you know it's not there's not a huge amount of demand for guys like with beards doing beauty yeah that makes sense but mm-hmm. i could move towards special effects stuff like you know there's you lots could do of, it all i could move towards a lot of things but so it's this balance of knowing who you are knowing who you aren't and then knowing what you want and then like yeah move towards it if you find out you don't like e-com shift away from it yeah but it's not the end all be all it's not People are always like, I wouldn't like L.A. And I'm like, well, what part of L.A.? Like Sherman Oaks, Santa Monica, downtown? <laughs> you don't like Encino? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like, I wouldn't be a good model. It's like, well, what kind if of model? If you keep telling yourself that, no, you There's people be. on mountaintops for Patagonia. There's people in studios for Zappos. There's people on the beach. Like there's, there's so many different aspects to modeling. Yes. I think I just remembered something. Okay. Um, I was going to say, don't listen to the people, the naysayers. Yeah. Because the haters, haters, yeah. Um, I feel like when I first started, I mean, the modeling industry was a little different back then, but it was like, oh, you're too short. Oh, you don't, you're not tall enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. And if I listened to them, obviously would not be here. Wouldn't be here, yeah. So like you were saying, kind of figure out what your look is, what you could work Mm -hmm. and just kind of go with that. And, you know. I feel like for, with every job, it's like you're becoming a different person. Like you yeah. as um, doing a print campaign for like a big brand, yeah. very smiley. Maybe you're sure. playing young college guy or, you know, More young, young, ad- young dad these days. But Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and that is going to be different than a music video where mm-hmm. maybe you're playing like the heartthrob or what, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, you're getting to become different people and do different skills with each of those jobs and that's you know what yeah. keeps it exciting and as you mentioned before like find find yourself in each different role like you know if i'm doing a shoot for audi and it's me walking up to my q7 in my like sweater and like dad you know dad chinos and shoes like there's a part of me that's like i like this life yeah you know? but oh then my i God, do totally. shoot for like moose jaw outdoor store and i'm rock climbing in zion and it's mm-hmm. like oh, i'm about this life too oh yeah it's just like they're not they don't overlap at the same time but like there's part of me in both of those things totally so fine like lean into the part of you that fits the role for the day have mm-hmm. fun with it and then you, that you don't have to be stuck there you know yeah you exactly keep reinventing and keep changing because we're all prisms of different facets and stuff so yeah mix it up 100 percent. yeah i also think like acting roles it's like find things that you would love to create someday you know yeah. like for black swan it's like that is a dream role for me so someone asked me that question recently like what would be your dream role and i didn't have a great answer so black swan is your answer yeah why? Because the darkness or like... I just relate to that role so much. <laughs> 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 I 
his face. He's <laughs> triggered. Um, so the door's right there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Cool. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, perfectionism. Sure. Holding on to that, wanting to be that. It's like, you know, the girl is pretty timid and quiet in the beginning and she just cares about being perfect mm -hmm. or you know coming off as perfect yeah and then i don't know there's something in the end where she like lets go of that yeah and that's her most beautiful work mm -hmm. and i think growing up in dance i think that's why i relate to it a lot yeah because stage presence and being on stage is so different than like you as a person in real life yeah. yeah and so there is that I mean, it, it's the same with like being on camera and like we were saying before, like yeah. being kind of perfect, showing up and like holding on to that a little and then not being able to be a human at the right. end of the day because you're like, oh right. no, well, yeah. I can't do that because that just shows it, that I'm human and yeah. that doesn't look real or perfect like a model or, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I with dance, you know, you think of like a ballet or recital or production, like there kind of is like an element of like physical perfection. Like everyone's yeah. in line. No one's missing a beat. It's like synchronized swimming. Like right. kind of there is a, there is a, a true objective perfection, but in our world, at least like it's much blurrier than that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, there's much more open to like, try something else. Try this, try that. Like, Oh, we like the freckles. We like the different hair, this flat hair, straight hair, whatever. Like there's more room to play. And yeah. I think that's freeing. Like you said, like giving up that idea of perfection. There's, there's no objective perfection. There's just, good and great and not so good and like mm -hmm. you know people that maybe don't fit or something that surprisingly does fit that we didn't expect so yeah even if you don't think you're suited for some niche or some role etc maybe you could still convince them you are maybe in oh, five, yeah. in five years it'll change you know things are shifting pretty wildly in terms yes. of demographics and diversity Definitely. and all that so never say never exactly it goes yeah. back to like don't agree with the naysayers yeah. yeah no that's like i think the most important actually yeah if i were to think about it because it's like everyone's gonna say have something to say about what you're doing in your life mm -hmm. and obviously you have to kind of just you can take their advice with a grain of salt and be like okay thank you for telling me yeah. that i yeah. appreciate that maybe you don't mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you're doing things for yourself and if you always listen to somebody else or how they want you to live or what they think yeah. you're capable of, yeah, it's like you know yourself the most. And the thing is you don't fully know yourself because we haven't gotten to that level. Right. And maybe when you're 90 or when you're on your deathbed or whatever, then maybe you'll have a better understanding of life and everything and yourself. But until then, it's like nobody knows you like you know you. Mm -hmm. So you just have to keep pushing yourself. And if someone says, oh, I could never see you modeling for that. I are you you think you're going to do this yeah. for that? It's like, that. maybe. You never know. Also, feed like negative feedback like that without any sort of element of constructive criticism where someone's like hey like i kind of know that world like you might want to start like you know doing your makeup like this when you go to auditions or go sees for that kind of right. brand that's one thing but straight up being like you never like you'll never do that that is coming from someone who's talking about themselves oh yeah they are you know i've heard about narcissists like projections are often confessions so whatever they're accusing oh. you of is whatever they're you know and th i think that's true for a lot of people like you you usually dislike the qualities in other people that you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like that mirror effect. Yeah. 
And so when someone's just purely being like, you're never going to make it, like, they're talking about themselves. Fuck them. Like, move along. Yeah, move along. Yeah. I don't have time. It's hard to do, but, like, just try to remember. It's that not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is. I mean, to, to, like, to get over that and not take it personally right out the oh, outset, yeah. that's hard, you know? It is, yeah. Words hurt. <laughs> I mean, even going into rooms. Yeah. Or, like, being on sets. I've had people be like, she's just the, you know? Really? And say, like, I was on something the other day and I heard... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but somebody was like, oh, she's just background. But I wasn't rude. I mean, that's not rude. Who cares? No offense to background people. Yeah. Um, But I was kind of like, huh, I'm not. But OK, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. And then, you know, then they're doing their shots and she realizes that I'm not. And yeah. you could tell she was kind of like, oops, uh, yeah. oopsies. But that makes you seem all the you know you took the higher ground because you could have pointed it out and be like actually <laughs> i'm the fucking star of this yeah. how You're dare I'm you my dad owns this company who are you <laughs> yeah. nobody no. no um yeah i just why but i think the cool thing about that is like you're really embracing the freedom to not only not be perfect, but also like you don't have to prove anything. Like, exactly. She thinks I'm background. Whatever. Okay. I that's right. I met Jace Lee. I was doing background on that Corona shoot. Yeah. And like, there's a part of me. I talked about this in the episode with Taylor, where I was like, part of me wanted to be like, I, I normally am the principal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't care. Like, we're with the same agency. Like, so what if I'm doing background? Like, it's called the hustle. Yeah. It's just we've all been there. We've all done background. We all still yeah. could do background. Doesn't really mean anything. Being blurry is great. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can just fucking chill. No yeah. hands quivering or lip <laughs> movements. I mean, you can't listen to those people anyway. No. And I I feel like also another tangent. It's just like going and um, I want my work to always speak for itself. Yeah. Like I never, if, if I have to explain it, if somebody doesn't get it, then that's okay. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to like break it down because it loses some of the value. Yeah, I mean, I think sense? it's yeah, it's okay for people to not get it because if your work is universally accessible, then it's like a little too middle of the road, maybe. Yeah. Like I like stuff. Like I said with my Halloween costumes, like I want the people who get it to be like, oh fuck, like I that's fucking uh, awesome. Yeah. And then some people would be like, I don't get it, and I was like, that's fine, you know. <laughs> get on my level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Again, it goes back to the idea of like trying to be everything to everyone or like to, to, to fit a universal role it's just so safe you're destined to fail so mm -hmm. you have to have a little bit of edge and a little bit of okay with a little bit of um confidence in people not getting you yeah exactly you know or people maybe being like that's ugly like what you made is not good that's <laughs> on fine. tiktok yeah people were like this is actually scary <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing it's yeah i'm like thank you so much <laughs> you so oh my mind. god <laughs> Such Follow. a good compliment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a server, I remember my t my name tag. We had uh, stickers that they had sold out stickers for like items that were sold out that you're supposed to put on the menu. Yeah, and I put one on my name tag, and like people would be like, "Sold out? Like, what does that mean?" And I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't mean anything." <laughs> And they're like, I don't get it. Like people are getting mad. They're like, "What do you mean sold out?" Like you I'm sold like, out? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> But that that's kind of an artistic choice because you're playing with this like the yeah. audience and like you you didn't do if it completely it, randomly. It. Yeah. If I you think don't, I get then what I'm, I'm so sorry. What you're putting down. Yeah. See, I like that. Yeah. But some people are like, ah, sold out. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Or some people would be like, I don't understand. Explain what, it please, to me. I need to know the yeah, world. Yeah, literally explain it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't say, know man. what it means. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's how you should live your life. Just if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And that's fine. All right. I think it's a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm Ending of lamb. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wait, what? <laughs> no. That's the ending? That was kind of weird. Wait, I haven't seen it yet. Don't. Oh, Shh. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> It just dies down. Nothing exciting. I mean, the ending. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> All right, podcast okay. over. <laughs> Bye. Bye, kids. <laughs>